Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast. Cubs lose to the Tigers 8-6 in Detroit to even up the series. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Cody Del Mendo with you. It is your therapy session, most likely, if you're a Cubs fan checking in on this. We see a lot of the familiar friends on the great CHGO Sports YouTube page. Please subscribe to that. We are 16 people away from 35,000 subscribers. So if you haven't yet, make sure you do so you don't miss any of the episodes. It's the best way to hang out with us and have fun. Try to read as many of the chat comments as we can. Corey Friedman is here and says he is upset. Hmm. Hello, Corey. Hello, Corey. Good to see you in the chat. Uh, I can predict some of the comments tonight, but I will not because I know that they're coming in bulk. Uh, I see our friend Gary Ross is very upset as well. Here's the first thing I'll say. A... You did score six runs. You probably should win the game. Um, I, I find it just fascinating that this team has a not really taken it so far, has not taken advantage of the bottom feeders the way I hoped they would. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, winning series is always the key, but you got to beat the Mets. You got to sweep the Royals. You got to sweep the Tigers. You got to sweep the White Sox. Like, you're, you're giving away individual games. I know that's not, that's not going to happen. That's not realistic. But they're starting to add up. It seems like every series comes and goes, and you're like, well, that's a game they should have won. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like the fact that they're not sweeping any of these series is, Disappointing. is, is, is obviously a disappointment for that because you're not going to sweep every series, even against bad teams. We right. know that. But to, not, to now we know that even going to tomorrow, they have to win a series that they're not going to sweep. Yeah, that's disappointing considering that this this was the stretch, right? Again, we go back to – we talked to Dan Police like last week. We've all kind of talked about on the show. This is the stretch, the 12-game stretch, where if they can take advantage of the opportunity, they have a very good shot of putting themselves into that top spot in, in uh, the NL Central. And, you know, without context, winning two out of three games is always good. But in, just in the context of who they're playing, the stretch that they're in, like not having swept – any of these series, and of course, you know, putting themselves in danger tomorrow of losing the series in Detroit is obviously um, disappointing to see, considering just kind of what they were able to what what they were able to do to play themselves back into this position and getting to this soft, you know, in theory softer part of their schedule while Milwaukee was playing a, a bunch of first play slash playoff contenders, and they just the Cubs just haven't been able to 
completely take care of, uh, of business this last week now. And, yeah, that's disappointing to see for sure. Listen, where I'm at is I felt like tonight's game, they played better than they did against in any of the three games against the Royals. I thought they played better tonight than they did yesterday. I thought they played better tonight than they did against the White Sox. Drew Smiley just sucks. He, uh, he sucked tonight, okay? <laughs> He's had good moments. I'm, so, I'm just angry right He's now. He's very angry. I'm very angry, happy. all right? This is right, bo- and, and the bar happy. you just set is very low. That's the problem. Well, I, I, yes. Right? Like... I I am in agreement it is disappointing that they have are, at this point haven't swept any of the teams that they played since the Sox came to Wrigley, right? I am disappointed in some aspect. Am I flabbergasted or you know ready to jump off a cliff before because of it? No, because they are still where they are, the Giants lost. So I think if math is correct and I'm not good at math, so Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they still stay in the, stay in the second wild card spot. Mm-hmm. But the, I'm frustrated tonight mainly because, again, I don't think anyone felt good about Drew Smiley coming in the game. He actually showed some improvement in the bullpen. You didn't have a lefty reliever, but you go ahead and put him back in the rotation because Stroman's hurt and I guess you don't have any other options. And But the thing is, is that you do have options and you don't want to exercise the exercise them yet and but like I think you have to do it now like I Smiley had maybe one good inning one inning where I felt like okay that was better maybe he will figure it out and give us at least two decent innings maybe give us four or five innings you're down three to nothing Swanson Candy hit the hit the homers you got all the momentum what Smiley do comes out Gives up four runs, gives it back. It's just, like, frustrating. So part of it is the fact that you took Smiley out of a position where he actually showed some success, and then David Ross put faith in Smiley after he got the lead to put him back out there after basically he hadn't done anything this game, except he had one good inning. I I think I, I don't complain about David Ross a lot, but I think this game was lost because of David Ross. Him bringing Smiley back out is the reason that they lost the game. and Or just not having – I don't think Wisniewski was warming up to start that fourth inning, right? Not right. Having well, then they should have had him warming up. up. Like, and I understand the bullpen is, is you know, has been taxed. And listen, we're going to talk about him. Wisniewski was good tonight. Palencia was good tonight. Quas, it could have been a lot worse, but maybe you should have pulled him earlier. He got the double play, got out of it, whatever. The insurance run didn't matter. They still lost six, uh, eight to six. All I'm saying is that – Bringing Smiley back out there after you were able to get the lead, knowing what you already knew at that point in the game, like, I understand the bullpen's text, but, man, like, worry about that tomorrow. Worry about it tomorrow. Like, that, that, that's, to me, that's what lost the game is them bringing Smiley back out there. And uh, that's why I'm pissed. So, I don't, whatever. I don't disagree. In fact, I agree with you, and we talked about it yesterday. First of all, Ross did talk about a tax bullpen going into the game. He mentioned that last night, Alzali said, can't go. He said, boom, done, you're not pitching. Merriweather, you're not pitching. He said, these guys have thrown way too many. I think they're number three for most innings pitched. And so I, un- I understand that the bullpen is taxed. But you had to know when you made the decision that Drew Smiley was going to be your starter tonight, that there was a real good chance you were getting four or less. And, and what did we say last night? I, 
I asked for three innings. I said, I don't even need four innings. Give me three with two runs or less. When he got out of it with three innings and the game was still within reach and he actually had the lead, mm-hmm. walk away from the table. Grab your chips, take them off the table, and bring in Wes Neski. Now, here's the deal. I think Smiley can go back to the bullpen. I, I, don't, I don't know that he's done done. I think he can go back to the role. I, I'm disappointed that, as you said, he had started to have some luck, as Dan Plezak said. He might. He, you might be able to find a spot for him in the bullpen. It's not easy, but maybe you can find a spot. The one thing I don't think I want to see, and I know that's probably going to be some pushback against it after watching tonight, Wesneski has looked good the last two nights. And you watch, what do you have, five strikeouts tonight and two and a third? He got out of, the, got out of it yesterday, got two outs when he needed to. Wesneski's looked great, especially against righties. That's the role I want him in right now. Just because he did well in this role doesn't mean I want to flip him back to the other role. I would like to... Is Wicks the guy for you? Yeah. That's who you want to see make the next start? Yeah. I agree yes. with you. I don't want it. I don't be. want that guy to be Wes Nesky because we've been down that path. Yeah. And we just seem to have found a role where maybe he's finding a groove. What I need is Wes Nesky to be an effective member of the Cubs pitching staff this season. Mm-hmm. And maybe you have found that spot. Now you found that role for Assad. Seems to be effective. So now you have Assad. Maybe you have Wes Nesky. Quas hasn't been terrible. It was, a bad, it was a bad game tonight. Maybe Smiley can give you another lefty in the bullpen, but I don't want to see him start anymore, yeah. and I don't really want to see Wesneski start right now either. And yeah, well, when I said yesterday about, like, I don't think Drew Smiley's, like, leash is going to be that long. Right. This may be the length of the leash. Like, I, you know, I don't know what David Ross is saying post game, obviously, and uh, we don't have the probable pitchers for the next series or anything like that. Um, yeah, but in my mind, I think it's, it is kind of – that's probably where the leash ends. Gave up seven runs today. That, you know, Dansby and Jamer were able to get the lead back for him, and then he gave it up – gave up four runs in that bottom inning. Um, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what the Cubs do from here. As you mentioned, Hayden has had his struggles as a starter – um, and and a, a lot more pronounced. Like, we know yeah. that. Like, he, he has – we were talking about it early, you know, during the game that Wesneski has – was it over 1,000 OPS yeah. against lefties like, this like, year? It's like his OPS like, like double against Yeah, lefties. so when you're starting and, and I don't know, you know, what the, the lineup he would face would look like, but a t- if a team has enough lefties where they can stack lefties till <laughs> where they can Sorry, stack lefties in the lineup, up. that doesn't bode too well for Hayden. And yeah. I think right now – had I, th- I might have said this yesterday, but like had had that if this is twenty twenty two Cubs, they probably just kind of let Hayden keep going in the rotation. They again still believe that he can be uh, a factor in that rotation uh, moving forward, and they may just kind of let him keep going, try to figure things out. Um, but that's not what the situation the Cubs are in right now. So that's an it. It also when you when we talk about Jordan Wicks, and 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 it may be time. Um, but you are also talking about a guy that has never pitched in the big leagues before, a guy that's pitched seven times uh, at AAA this season and, and maybe stayed in AA too long. Um, but, yeah, he's a guy that's also never pitched in the big leagues, and you're putting him in and having, having him make his debut in the middle of a, a very pressure-filled, important playoff push. I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm not saying the Cubs shouldn't do it. I'm just saying that is that is a lot of pressure to put on a guy. And, you know, having talked to Jordan Wicks – before 
he seems like a guy that isn't that that may not be phased by it, but it all it is just just for any rookie making their debut, especially at this point in the season, it's going to be tough. Um, you know, I I saw Alex Cohen uh, tweet out Shane Green pitched for Triple A Iowa today, five innings. I want to say it was shut out. If I can find the tweet real quick, real quick. Uh, I saw yeah. the tweet. Shane Green five scoreless innings for the Iowa Cubs today, four hits, six strikeouts, one walk. Retired his last eight hitters. Uh, has a two eight four ERA and four starts since joining Iowa. I mean, he's a guy with major league experience, with playoff experience. Is that a guy that maybe they look at this next time around? Maybe. I, I saw the chat asking about Caleb Killian. I, I've seen that experiment enough to know that that's not the Yeah. In, maybe I'm wrong, well, and, but I, yeah. I believe that is certainly not the answer well, this, and then Corey, this season. Corey says some of these are unknown. Smiley starting is a known quantity. It won't work. Try whatever. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying to say Wesneski's the answer or Jordan Wicks is the answer or any of these other guys are the answer. I mean, I'm kind of with you in that, like, Drew Smiley is, in my opinion, and my, my gut kind of tells me he may not be starting again, but I don't know what the answer is besides that, you know? And when I said it earlier in the, or, you know, maybe a month ago, that best-case scenario, Smiley figures it out because that allows other guys to just stay in the roles they're in, that hasn't happened. And so now you're kind of stuck with you don't know what the answer is. Well, hopefully somebody that's watching the farm system closely can identify somebody that they look at and say, we might have lightning in a bottle. Let's give it a shot. Maybe this guy's not really ready for his major league debut, but we got to give him a shot. You had to call up Nico back in the day, and he wasn't ready to call up either. But you know what? Guys can still go back down. At, give me the best guy you have to throw at them right now. I don't, I don't believe it's Killian. I don't believe it's Smiley. I, I hope someday it's Wesneski, but at least I think you found a role in the bullpen that works. So go with that. We have a couple of super chats we want to get to. Um, you see, four days says it's Smiley's mm-hmm. fault, Luke. Ian Happ, 270 something can't hit. 237. 237. 237 is what he's at. Uh, I saw Baseball Junkie say, hey, boys, can I get a shout out for my 32nd birthday from my favorite sports talk show crew? Love you guys. Today was a Ross loss. Need a big gem from JMO. Happy birthday to you. Uh, we definitely need another need one. Another two-day from UC. Uh, Morell give me, giving me bias vibes, and that's scaring me. <laughs> I actually think that's – I think I actually think Morell's going through a, a patch he's, right now. He's, but he's definitely been, having a bad month. But he's having – I think the, the plate discipline that we just never really saw major improvements from Javi. I think Morell has shown that. He just – I. You know, today, wasn't, today wasn't good. He yeah. looked at a pitch right down the middle again at one point. That, that and then hit a ground ball. Or, yeah. no, then he struck out. Yeah. And then in the big moment in the eighth inning, he hit a ground ball. To, you know, yeah. they, they didn't score in it. So, I ain't yeah, giving up were, on Christopher. You were going to say something, though. Bef- oh. Yeah. Um, you had Related to, like, what we're talking about with Wicks and Smiley and, and you know, Shane Green, whoever. All, it's it's kind of like what Corey was saying in the chat, like – We've seen enough of Smiley to a point to where I'm willing to just take a chance on anyone at this point. Gary's in the chat talking about why are we not pitching Rucker if he's going to be on the roster. I swear to God, start Michael Rucker for a game. I don't care. <laughs> I'll, 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 I, will, I will get up for the Michael Rucker, like the, the, the Michael Rucker game, I guess. I, 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 don't, I don't care. I, I just can't take Smiley starting anymore. And you know what? You can take, go back on the tape. Go back to opening day. Go back to that very first start he had against the Reds, and it was terrible. And what did I say? I came on this show and I said, hold on. He's a number four, number five starter. The guy was good last year. 
he deserves some run. Then he went on like a two-month stretch of being really, really good. All right? Well, now he's been on like a two-and-a-half, three-month stretch of being really, really bad. I can't take it anymore. And, again, he was in the bullpen, and he showed signs of being serviceable, of of finding a role that David Ross could use. And, again, they don't have a a reliable left-handed reliever Except for him, if they were to put him in there. So, to me, it like makes all the sense to put him in the bullpen and, 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 and go with that and then see what happens with whether it's Wicks, whether it's Shane Green, whether it's Michael freaking Rucker. I don't care. Just give me someone. This all barrels down to the fact that this is what we're, this is, this is, this is what we're playing with because of Marcus Stroman's injury. It sucks, but you know what? Someone's got to step up, man. This team has gone through adversity all season. They were 10 games under at one point. They had to play an insane, an insane win rate to, 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 to avoid selling at the deadline. If they did all of that to get to this point, they can figure this out. They can figure it out, all right? So I'm, I'm not screaming the season is over, but I'm saying do something, man. They've been, they've been, trying, they've been sitting on their hands all season when it comes to certain things. And I'm just, I, just be aggressive with something. All right. Uh, Uh, Two super chats. Fernando, real quick, CHGO. Hey, Ross is a genius if decision works, right? I don't know what that means, Fernando. He's been saying Uh, that we're major Ross defenders all in the chat all night. Uh, Joe DiGiacomo says... Love you anyway, Fernando. (laughs) Ross postgame on marquee sounded like Smiley will start again because there's nobody else ready to take his spot in the rotation. Great. FML. I I will say this. Uh, Joe DiGiacomo. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, I've also seen in the chat. I forget who just said Wicks and, and uh, Luke Little uh, should be options, and they should be up on the team. I do find it a little surprising, and I I don't want to ever have anybody think that I'm sort of a prospect expert. I'm not. I'm, I I can read about the prospects, but I've seen none of them play, except for Cactus League action. So and I can't the random say, highlights you see on yeah Twitter. right, uh, but it's. That's a, it's one pitch. You're not watching the guy's whole thing. I, I can't sit here and say I've watched Wick's pitch closely or with, like, some sort of constructive eye. I'm just surprised that at this point, a rebuild that was built on arms this time, that we haven't had those arms impact the major league roster a little bit faster. Now, I'm not saying there aren't guys up there. I'm just waiting for the next wave after Justin Steele. I... I I thought we hoped Killian was going to be that guy. We hoped Wes Neske might be that guy. Yeah. We hoped Keegan Thompson at some point might be that guy. Um, okay, Wicks. Ben Brown when he gets healthy. Yeah, I, think, I don't care. I'd like to see one of them. And I think, and I, you know, I don't know if the when we went into the season, we kind of talked about the Cub, the pitching depth, um, because we felt like there were even outside of the what they started the rotation with this year, there were guys that felt like solid like if they have to go into the rotation like they'd be solid like we told I mean, we, we was nice he was on the opening day roster as a, in the rotation right and then he didn't have he didn't sh- or he he struggled himself like Javi Assad has been one of those pitching depth guys that has actually been really good right here down the stretch um but Ben Brown you know we, we thought maybe he would be towards you know in, in that depth some at some point um he hasn't pitched this month he's been he's been hurt uh, lad issue, and I, I believe he, uh, I think Rich Beasterfield, our friend, had posted a picture of him playing catch. Yeah, I believe. I, don't correct me if I'm wrong, but like he hasn't um, 
contributed as far as that pitching depth goes. Adrian Sampson hurt and then traded. He hasn't contributed in that pitching depth. And Caleb Killian, um, you know, he hasn't he hasn't done anything. He, he's David Ross has literally said at one point this season that Caleb Killian is not ready. Like that. Right. It is. It would be very. It's very uncommon to hear Ross straight up say that about a player. So I think that was sort of like a. This dude really is not ready to, to contribute right now, and and you know, we'll see. We'll see if Killian can can kind of figure his stuff out. But what I'm saying is, the overall depth that we thought the Cubs had going into the season, and Adrian Sampson. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned now, him too. But that's yeah. the type of lightning in the bottle that they're not finding this season. That's what I'm saying. And so yeah, the, so all that depth just hasn't contributed to, um, what we thought was going to be, what we thought was going to help the Cubs get through this season. Um, and now, now that we see Marcus Stroman being hurt and we don't know if he's ever going to pitch again this season, mm-hmm. uh, Drew Smiley just hasn't been able to do it. Like, all that has contributed to now they're, like, I think we all pretty – They're struggling. I know. I at least felt like Stroman was a lock to be healthy all year because throughout his entire career he has been healthy. And so for it to happen this year, of course, it's like, of course, like, <laughs> I don't understand why – the baseball gods hate me, but you know, like that, I, it, it, it all points back to the, just the fact that Stroman is hurt. Because I think Smiley would have stayed in the in the bullpen if Stroman would have made his start against the Sox last week. Hurt and struggling before he was hurt. Yeah. In reality, yeah. I do. Have a, I bet if we put up a poll question, you'd get some interesting comments during the show. Like, what are you most upset about after this game? Losing a game to the Tigers. Uh, Bellinger not batting in one of the top three spots instead of Ian Happ. I guarantee there's people said Drew Smiley starting. Drew Smiley going past three innings. Give those four options. Which one really makes your blood boil tonight? I'm curious in the chat. Because there's a lot of fire David Ross in there tonight. I see it. And I, I continue to say. That's a YouTube poll. I looked at you at the end of the game. I said. Here we are again. Game's on the line, and it, it didn't work out last time. It got to Bellinger, yeah. but this is nothing against Ian Happ. I just want Bellinger to get more at bats. Yeah. He's the best guy on the team. I want him to be batting more often. So when it doesn't, I don't care who he's batting behind. I don't care how it looks one to nine, all that stuff. I just want him higher in the order so that I have a chance of him batting one more time in the game when the game's online. And I feel like we've gotten that spot like three times in the last week. Once it didn't work out, Hap walked and he, he got the at-bat and he didn't come through. But, man, more times than not, you'd rather have that guy with the game on the line be Cody Bellinger. Yeah. For me, again, Smiley's what angers me the most. I'm not even really that mad about Ian Happ. Ian Happ had like a six-game hitting streak coming. And not Smiley starting. You're mad that Smiley stayed in that long, or you're mad that Smiley started it Just all? everything that has to do with Smiley. Oh, I'm just, just angry about it all because I still think that – No Smiley. Like, they took him out of a, a spot that he was having success in and put him back in one where he wasn't. I it just like – it. what are we doing, folks? Uh, yeah, no. I, I will say this. On top of all of the frustrating and the bad – also, the, the 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 Tigers, they like Meadows getting like making that catch on Bellinger in the eighth that inning was game. huge. Ended up because if game. that ball lands, he's probably on second, and then the Cubs got two hits after mm-hmm. that. They probably tie the game at least that inning, 
and who knows what happens after. Also, they should move the walls in in Detroit because he hit that ball, and I swear it was leaving the park, and I looked like the typical Cubs fan who gets up for every fly ball. For every it was ball like an, of it any was sort like of sitting, yeah. angle. It was like sitting I looked in like the upper every deck Cubs at fan. Wrigley where you're like, I looked, at, I looked like every Cubs fan that every White Sox fan yeah. makes fun of. I don't yeah. care. Like, I can't believe that ball didn't go to the warning, warning track, bro. Uh, whatever I, they're doing in Detroit, they need to fix it. that shit. Listen, I've heard all the arguments, <laughs> too, for this, this Bellinger batting him fourth. You'd rather have him bat fourth because you don't want to bat two lefties in a row and you like having Nico there and you like Half having on talk. base percentage, all I've of that. I've heard all the arguments, man. It doesn't matter anymore. Bellinger needs to bat higher in the order, man. Like, he needs more at-bats. Like, period. He's got 1,000 OPS. Put him in the two-hole. Best, the best players in baseball on their respective teams mm-hmm. bat second. Period, man. Like, Bellinger not coming up in the inning in the, in the ninth again. Like, how many times are we going to have to live this scenario yeah. against a bad team? I, mean, and and I, heard, I think there's also a little part of that is, like, he's also your best run producer right now. I, I get it. it. Whereas, like, the four hitter is supposed to he's, – he's, he has – does he lead the team in home runs right now? I but think like is this, uh, that's part of it. I'm not there's saying other that's, run producers. I'm not saying though. that's a that's a valid or that's the argument to make. I'm saying right. that's also part of it too. There's other run producers there's, on the team. That's that's what I mean. Not, like, but that's not not to the level that Belly's been this year. Is what I'm trying to say. I, he has most home runs. He might be leading yeah. in RBIs at yeah. this point. Like he's the best player. It's that. not even close. Yeah, it's, it's not, not even too. close. But like, but I, I heard the argument yesterday uh, yeah. by someone who knows a lot about baseball that. You'd rather, you'd rather have Bellinger come up in the second inning with nobody on than come up in the first inning with nobody on if the first two guys don't get on. I'm like, I, it, to me, it's a, that's a defeatist mentality, and I disagree with it because I don't care who's batting in the first inning. I care mm-hmm. who's batting at the end of the game when I can get those extra bats. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that's all I care about. I don't care... Who's ahead of him? I don't care who's behind him. I just want to make sure he's up at least one more spot. If you want to put him at number two, I'm okay with that as well. Now Bellinger may have a preference to all of this, and, and that Correct. we don't know about. That's that's like the Bellinger thing. may yes. say, "I want to hit fourth. I'm comfortable fourth. Don't mess with a good thing. I'm having this great season. This is where you have me. If that's the case, okay. I will be quiet if that's the case. If that's mm. the case, okay. If this is just, they feel like they have to have guys on base before he comes up. That I disagree with. I'd like to see him get one more extra bat, even if it's only 10 times a season. Because those 10 times could be the difference in making the postseason. Those 10 extra bats might be the difference. That's how close it could be for this team to make the postseason. And that's why I think you see the chat so fired up and why I personally have been disappointed that they haven't been able to take advantage of the Mets, the Sox, the Royals the Tigers more so than they have. Like, granted, it could be worse. You could have been, you could have been taken out two games by the White Sox. Mm-hmm. You could have lost last night and been down 0-2 to the Tigers. You could have lost another one to the Royals. Like, all of those are true. I get it. Like, but that, that said, if you want to prove that you're a playoff team and you want to get in, and this, this is the time to is- feed off the bottom feeders. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's what I said at the top of the show. Like, the, the fact that they haven't – the fact that they're, they're going to the, the end of the third series of this four-game – four-series set against overall bad teams, uh, the fact that they haven't swept any of that is obviously disappointing because I think that you – especially this series, the series felt like one that 
you should sweep and you know they could still go ahead and do that in Pittsburgh but uh yeah no it's um it's definitely a, like a disappointing thing if you're a Cubs fan because like you said this is the time to take advantage of the yeah. teams in front of you and and it's like one of those things where where when people say we've heard it this season at, at points like oh the Cubs beat so and so team they're not even good kind of thing and it's like well they only have to beat they have yeah. to beat the teams in front of them and 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 take advantage of whatever's in front of them and that's on the other side of this argument now. It's like they're losing to these teams. They have to take advantage of the teams in front of them. They have to beat the teams in front of them. They have been given this schedule against – or this part of the schedule against teams lower on in, in, in their respective divisions. They they need to take advantage of these opportunities that they have right now. When you get to play South Dakota, you better win the game. It was South Dakota, by the way. It wasn't South Dakota State. I've, okay, I've, Mizzou. I was corrected. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of people, including uh, Corey, Corey saying – Oh, lefty! We're going to see wisdom, and we're going to see hat, we're going to see hat batting third as a as a right-handed hitter tomorrow. I got to tell you, if if wisdom plays tomorrow at first base, I can't defend it anymore. I can't I can't defend. I haven't been able to defend it, but it's just I can't defend him playing first base. Mm-hmm. He's not a major league first baseman, man. Like we, the sample size is there. I want the, Listen, of the I, things I would like to see change. One is Bellinger batting in the top three. Two is wisdom. Yes. I don't need to see play first base anymore. Three, I've seen enough of Smiley and Killian to know that they're not the answer at the starting rotation right now. I don't care if wisdom plays tomorrow, but no. he just better not be playing like defense. First base. If, we're like, DH. if you were to DH tomorrow. I'd be fine with yeah. that. Give Morel, has, yeah. Morel, Morel has struggled this month. I'm not out on Morel like a lot of you in the chat are. But I will say, Morrell has struggled against lefties this year. Sit Morrell tomorrow and, and put Wisdom at DH if you're going to play him. And you know they're going to play him tomorrow because they're against a lefty. And I... Or third? Wisdom at third? You okay if Wisdom's at third no. instead of Madrigal? I'd rather see Madrigal. I can't believe I'm saying that. But yes, <laughs> I'd rather see Madrigal. Well, how far we've come. Look how far oh, we've gone. I, I didn't think see, I'd see I can, the day. I can, Did not I can, think I can I'd adjust. See the day. I can adapt, all right? Some of you can't. Big of me. Credit to me. All, all I'm saying, though, in, regard, in regards to just how the stretch has gone, they're 4-3 and three in this 12-game in this stretch. Yeah. All right? It could have been worse. Should, should, should it be better? Should we want better? Should, should they be better? Yes. yes. They, they should have won game one against the Sox. They should have uh, they should have won tonight. They should have won on Friday against the Royals, for sure. Tonight, out of all those games, I still think that tonight they played better than they had in all those games that they have just played since the first game against the White Sox. I genuinely feel that way, and they lost tonight. And the reason that is is because they scored runs in, 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 in a fashion where it was like, okay, it looked like some of these guys are coming out of their slumps. Swanson kind of struggled coming into this game for like the last week. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I, I feel like some of, the, some of the guys in the lower part of the order, Candelario, for example, he kind of struggled for the last handful of games. He hits a homer tonight. So, like, hopefully those guys start to get it going again because the Cubs need it because for the last – like, since the Sox game, since the Sox series, I mean, I felt like the offense was just, like, dragging a little yeah. bit. Like, it was, if it wasn't Bellinger or, or – <laughs> yeah, honestly, if it wasn't Bellinger, then I didn't feel good about anyone – and tonight it was a little bit of everyone. So that's the only thing that's given me any kind of silver lining from this game is that the offense did play better tonight. They couldn't get any more runs after Swanson 
drove in those two, I think, in the sixth. But when your starting pitcher gives up seven earned runs, man, it's like it's it's against tough the, to be mad at the offense against the when Tigers. you put up six. Yeah, yeah, against the Tigers, can't give up seven earned runs to that I, lineup. I'm just so that's that's my silver lines. I think the offense, you know, they they all probably feel a little bit better about themselves offensively tonight. So hopefully they take that into tomorrow. But yeah, the starting pitching, I can't believe we're saying because the starting pitching carried this team for three and a half months this year. For three and a half months, the starting pitching carried this team. Isn't that but, wild? Yeah, it's wild. To it's think completely about. flipped. And now it's completely flipped in a way. Like it's, it's not, the starting pitching hasn't been awful. It's just been like when Smiley's out there and, you know, Tyone, he had that, he had a bad start recently. But the pitching depth was the strength of the yeah. team. Yeah, and it hasn't been going into the season there. and the beginning of the season, yeah. and all of a sudden, it hasn't it's been. actually the offense mm-hmm. that's been the strength of the right. team, and the bullpen's been better. Yeah, bullpen's bull, gotten better the, the last couple months for sure. After the bullpen hasn't been great these last two days, it's more so last night, but overall, yes, it has been better. And to see it, see the bullpen do what it did tonight with guys that aren't that haven't been in those high leverage mm-hmm. spots that's another silver Helped lining like palencia was great tonight yeah. he really was um, wesneski was great like luke said earlier and i honestly thought quas was okay except for maybe they should have taken him out but whatever <laughs> amazing hit. that he hits mckinstry and then he drives in mckinstry yeah. by plunking another guy. <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it's been it's obviously been tough on the uh. bullpen too i think i don't remember exactly it's just the how timing of whenever it's, he was if, in if you look at this run. stretch that the Cubs are in right now. This again, this twelve-game stretch where they should be beating on some bad teams. Every single game has been um, has been decided by two runs or less, which means a lot of the times in those situations you're throwing, you should be throwing your best, you know, bullpen guys. Like you're you're right. more more leverage innings, pick your spot. But um, those are close games where you you want you probably want your best relievers out there. Um, and guys have been getting used a lot. We've talked about that with Merriweather and, and Adbert and Mark Letter Jr. Like those guys have been. I've gotten a lot of uses this year, and you know it may have been the last couple of days where it's it's to a point where they really need obviously really needed to get innings from the starting pitching. But like today, I mean, they may have been trying to get through that fourth with Drew Smiley, I think, um, because of the bullpen situation. But I would agree that once he started getting into trouble in that fourth, maybe he should have had Wisniewski, um, you know, at least getting loose. To start it, I don't know if he did or not. I, I, I don't. I believe JD said that no one was warming up, so I don't know if Wisniewski had started stretching or getting loose or any of that stuff. Um, but definitely, once it got to like multiple men on base, that may have been the time to pull Smiley, and it, it didn't happen. And yeah, you see what you see the, the outcome of that. So yeah, I, I understand trying to get the innings, trying to get innings out of some guys, but it's also like. When, the, when an inning can go south that quickly, that's, yeah. a, that's, that's a tough spot. And, you know. I get that in, like, May or June. You know what I mean? But it's, it's almost the end of August, bro. You're this in is a, it. We're in a playoff race. Yeah, it's getting and, dark out there. And sometimes, like, sometimes it's like, do, do the Cubs know that? Like, with some of the lineups that we've seen in some of their most recent losses, like, do you all know that the games matter, like, more than ever now? Like, so that – I get, during this entire like the since the trade deadline, since we got past the trade deadline, that's been my biggest frustration and why I find myself complaining a lot, which I didn't think I'd be complaining this much, knowing the Cubs are in a playoff spot, and if the playoffs started tomorrow, they'd be in dancing. 
Just a but quick here trip. I am. But Piss. here you are. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to get to some super chats in a second. I do want to get to our yeah. uh, our great sponsors first, and uh, and a funny one from the Godfather Michael Collada after this quick thing that is going to pick you up. Listen, tomorrow's going to be blistering hot. No need to turn on the oven at home. Why? You could watch a day Cubs game tomorrow, and you head on over to Hooters. It's your spot to catch all the great games this season. Step up to the plate for their world-famous wings, delicious seafood, stacked sandwiches, salads, and more. They've got tons of great beer specials. they got $6 drinks all day, every day. And then check out their seafood specials, too. $19.83 for a pound of crab legs. Great prices on buffalo and steamed shrimp, too. Hooters celebrating 40 years in business all year long. In honor of that anniversary, on the 4th of every month, Hooters is hosting throwback events, bringing the 80s back with 83-cent wings and other great specials. Next one coming up September 4th, not that far away. Again, going to be hot tomorrow. Why heat up the house? Relax, sit down, cool off, enjoy the hot wings, and maybe a nice cold sweet tea or a nice cold beer over at Hooters tomorrow, and then come vibe with us after the game. Yeah, come vibe with us after the game. If you ever also want to find vibes, uh, you're gonna have to go, you have to go through Game Town to find them, right? Probably Maybe the best you're way driving to, find to Detroit. Vibes. Go go to yeah, Detroit, potentially, right? Go to Detroit. I mean, I you know I talked about a couple weeks ago. I went to Eric Church concert and I went through Game Time and I found tickets about as cheap as I could have ever imagined finding cheap tickets. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Game Time has flash deals and last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Gives you the images of the seat view so you know exactly what your view is going to be when you get your ticket. Lowest price guarantee, events, event cancellation protection, job loss protection. You can get all that with Game Time. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price, and if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Great, great comments uh, in the chat. We appreciate everybody that's in the live chat. Uh, 50 likes. Let's get that up to at least 100. Our DraftKings king of the game, I'd say Dansby Swanson, two for four, drove in four. There were some other options. You could have gone to Candyman. Candy had a great revenge game going for a while. Listen, the Cubs offense delivered. Swanson has been the free agent signing you'd hoped he'd be. Now take advantage of it down the stretch, and uh, let's not just make him the king of the game. Let's make him king of the month. You know, Come through with a huge month here uh, as you try to make that playoff push. I saw that the godfather, Michael Collada, said, hire Han and Williams. What's happening to me? <laughs> if you don't know, the White Sox fired their brass at the top. Kenny Williams, Rick Hahn, both let go midseason. Shocking news on the south side. 
days after we heard the rumor that they might move to Nashville, and I asked the question, if you're a Sox fan, and they moved to Nashville, who are you going to root for? Would you welcome Sox fans to the north side if they moved the south side team to Nashville? Would you welcome your friends that are Sox fans onto the Cubs bandwagon? Uh, depends. Would you open your, would you also, I would. Would you open your arms to your friends in the city? I would because uh, not the ones. Fellow, your fellow Chicagoans. If, if I didn't, then they just spite me and go cheer for the Cardinals, and that's worse. So yes, I, I would. wouldn't welcome the ones that have trashed Wrigley Field in and out and say it's a crappy ballpark and say you our ballpark is better. Wouldn't welcome Ozzie Correct. No. <laughs> no. All the, all the ones that are like our ballpark is better. Our can ballpark you, has been no. Can no. you imagine Hawk yeah. Harrelson flipping and becoming a Cubs oh, fan geez. in retirement? No. no it would no. be unbelievable. Absolutely not. Roll over in his grave. I, I tell you, I've never seen a third baseman. The Godfather, the Godfather had the vibes yesterday. He, yeah. how, how quickly he flipped. Godfather yeah, he, is. He did have the vibes. He was, like, he was saying nice things in the chat yesterday. Oh, now he's like, fire everyone. Yeah. Hey, Michael Collada's right. He said, Reinsdorf already built the taxpayers once. I will revolt if the state of Illinois builds him another ballpark. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You, can't, you better not ask the state of Illinois to build another ballpark. With the garbage you're marching out there, the dumpster fire on the south side, you want the state as poor as we are to build another ballpark? Don't even try it. Uh, Move to Nashville. Yeah, the Bears first. Then you, maybe. Later yes. on. Well, Bears, the Bears first. Comparing the Bears to the White Sox is... One stadium at a time. Come on. However, I do like Sean's comment where it says, I want the Sox to stay here but move to, like, a northern suburb. Funniest move would be the Sox playing in some rich city like Lake Forest, LOL. And that would be pretty funny considering how they all act like they're blue-collar and, like, they work harder than the rest of us and all that bullshit. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, that would be pretty funny. Uh, all right, did we have a super – we had a couple super chats I think we missed. Can you pull up the super I chats for us, Kevin? We... I... A lot of comments we had. Uh, yeah. Max Steffen, this one's on me. Never going to Detroit again. The stadium tonight was neither beautiful or historic. <laughs> Yeah, and the walls are too far back, brother. Move them in. Move them in, man. No, wasn't there I, another I can't one? believe does, Bellinger's ball look, didn't get to a worse Fernando, Fernando had a second one, I'm pretty sure. No, we had that I, one. I, I, get that I one think I read it. I will, the ballpark, it's upset. a park I have never been to. It does look really nice. It's not that far away. Um, Cubs-Tigers series just doesn't give me the juice that I'm looking for to go there. No. Like to hit the road. No. Detroit just doesn't give me a, oh, I want to go right. to well, Detroit. You can hit the game and get back. Yeah. You can. Whoosh. I went to Detroit for WrestleMania sure. 23. Yeah? Don't, don't. Good time? I don't really remember it that much. I was I, like 11. If the if Tigers that. were good. I've been, to, been to Auburn Hills. I think I would go if the Tigers were good because it's a baseball town. I mean, they love baseball there. And if it's the a, Tigers it's a were historic good. team. If the Tigers were good and they could sell and be a good vibe. I'd be down, but they've been really, really poor for the last it decade. Is a, it's so, a good yeah. uniform. It's Doesn't a classic logo. I like the D logo. Mm -hmm. The rest of it, yeah. Free, Corey, of course, says, Ann Arbor better than Detroit. wonder why he says that. Did Corey Good change his profile picture? Sean says, I sat seven rows back at Comerica for like $20 a couple weeks ago. It was nice, but couldn't believe the price. Is anyone going to these games? Mm. <laughs> All right. All right, I got you. Uh, so we're talking about the Cubs who lost 8-6 to six to the Detroit Tigers. Uh, 
I just wanted to double back on one thing real quick, yeah. Luke. There was a couple of comments in the chat saying the Tigers lineup is sneaky good and they're better than people think. And I, No, they're not. No, they're not. They're second to last in baseball in runs per game. Behind the only team behind them is Oakland, so they just wanted a, to clarify that that their lineup is very bad. Good. They kind of yeah. had a hot stretch there in like May, I want to say, like May or June, because I ended up putting five dollars on them to win the AL Central at like plus two thousand, and then I cashed it out at ten dollars when I realized they were starting to fall apart, and they've been falling apart since. But yeah. uh, I mean, they're more middle of the yeah. pack, more middle of the pack since All Star break. But I wouldn't like classify that as like yeah. really good. So none of that, like, it's like what we say all the time. Like, it, base, it, it's baseball. Like, again, the Cubs in the second half of last year, that team went thirty nine and thirty one with that roster, and swept the Phillies twice and swept the Mets in September. That team didn't have any pressure. They were just they were just going out there mm-hmm. playing. They were going up and playing against teams. Like some like the teams that I just listed that had pressure on them to win games, so like the there is pressure on the Cubs to win. I'm not and I'm not making an excuse for the Cubs losing to the Tigers tonight or the Royals or the Sox the other day. It's just at this time of year, it doesn't matter who you play, and you just got to win the games and and take advantage of the schedule that you have. And of the the Cubs have the easiest schedule in the second half, and for the most part, they have taken advantage of it. They have one of the best records since the All Star break in baseball. So yeah, they're four and three on the stretch. I wish it was more like five Seven and two, or, or yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, something like that. Yeah. But all I'm saying is is that it doesn't matter what teams you're playing. Like anyone can win any given day in baseball. Everyone loses at least sixty games. You know what I mean? Like I. I'm just, and we know the Cubs aren't an elite team. If they were, if they had a lineup like the Braves, pitching staff like the Braves or the Dodgers, whatever, then yeah, like, I I feel like then they would be steamrolling through this. Should they be playing better over this this last seven games? Yes, but I also think they're also. You you see a lot the flaws that this team does have. Yeah. Right. And we knew that too. Like right. we knew this is a flawed team. Right. And not so, a World like, that, Series team. That's why, to me, like, yeah, I wish that they had played, they were playing better over this stretch because they need to for playoff seeding and just making the playoffs. But at the same time, like, if you step back for a second, like, just realize that, hey, they're still in the playoffs if they start tomorrow. And you're all, it's not like they're two and five on over this stretch or something like that. Then that'd be a lot more alarming. But they still have, they won the series against the Royals. They have a chance to win this series tomorrow. You know what I mean? They won that series against the Blue Jays. Yeah. After getting after losing two or three against the Mets, like I, again, I said it last night. We saw them play their best baseball of the season from the moment the second half started until they won that series against the Braves. That was probably the best baseball they have played all season. That was like an unsustainable like set of play that they were playing. I wish that it was still going just for the. The fun, obviously, mm-hmm. but they got to find a way to get somewhere close to playing like that again. I think in order for them to not only secure a spot in the playoffs, but you know, do something in October if that in fact happens. And so, 
I don't know. Yeah. I, I hope that helps people feel <laughs> a little bit better. Have you yeah. seen the poll? We're up to about 100 people voting right now. Uh, what has made you the angriest? Belly batting fourth, 9%. Losing to Detroit in general, 17%. Smiley starting at all, 38%. <laughs> and it looks like Smiley going five innings. That's, what, say, 36? Excuse me, got a rookie mistake. Got to turn my mic on. Smiley starting and Smiley going five innings has been back and forth. A lot of Smiley yeah. angry. Yeah, it's one of those two. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Belly five? batting fourth is an angry more people. Four, didn't he? No. Yeah. He didn't make it all the way. He didn't go did. five. He got three and two-thirds. Through five. Um, but, well, first of all, I'd like to shout out James Ward. Complimented your legs. Said it feels like your upper body is a normal font and your <laughs> legs are in bold and underlined. Food critic. <laughs> It's the Whatever. shorts, man. It's yeah. the shorts. These are bird dogs, by the way. Yeah. I love these. These are great shorts. Um, yes, Barb, it is Torkelson. And yes, Barb, we are live. Yeah. And, and the other thing I, I was going to say is, you know, I said it yesterday is the Cubs, like, seeing how they respond to getting smacked in the mouth, right? Getting punched in the face. Like, how do they respond? They've done it a few times. Like, yesterday, just in game, they did it. Um, you know, the Royals on Sunday. Adbert gives up a couple of runs, and how did he respond? He was able to get through that save situation. Now you got another shot. It's like, you know, you got you got hit in the mouth by the Tigers uh, because your starter gave up seven runs. How do you respond to this? Or six runs, whatever it was. How do you respond to this? How do you respond tomorrow? Uh, honestly, a, a game you need to win, a game you shouldn't lose, you, a game that decides this series against the Tigers. Like, how, do you, how does this team respond tomorrow with – an opportunity to at least just salvage the series win on the line. Yes. And it's, that's, I mean, yes, uh, this is like a, a very frustrating loss, you know, for Cubs fans. Cause I, I think we all kind of saw it, saw that, that real scenario of what we saw today. Like we kind of could have predicted that before the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, just the fact that it turned out the, that way as, is obviously frustrating for people watching, but, for the team in the in, in a pennant race and a playoff race, still, still technically in a playoff spot as of today, they they have control of their own destiny. Respond tomorrow. Tyone needs to have a good start. Respond and, and put up some runs. Just take this team down. Win the season. Win the win the three game series, and then move forward from there. That's all they can do at this point. They lost today. They got hit in the mouth. Sucked. Whatever. Now they got to move on to tomorrow and and respond. Like that's just, just what they have to do at this point. There's no feeling sorry about the game anymore. It's like move on to tomorrow and we got to win that game. Responded in the White Sox series. Now respond in this. Respond in the Royal series. Now respond in this series. Players respond, and a lot of the chat would say, "Is the manager going to respond?" Sean Caselli says, "It's baseball, but you need to put yourself in position to win these games as the better team, and they're not doing that." How much of it's on the players? How much of it is on the manager? How much of it's on the roster construction? Yeah. It's not just one thing. It's not. Winning, winning is a combined effort in all three of those things, and so is losing. Yeah. I, I, I know at the beginning of the show I said that, you know, this particular loss was on David Ross to me for leaving Smiley in too long. Um. But I've also we've also sat on here and gave him credit for keeping the keeping the the, the, the morale in the clubhouse and like get, like again they played at an unreal like unreal winning rate 
at the begin from the moment that series with the Red Sox ended until yeah. the trade deadline, and even after the trade deadline, going and winning that series against the Braves, they haven't played as well since then. But they have played well enough to tread water and play and and put themselves in the playoffs right now. So I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> well, we, if we get to the very end of the year, we get and they either and they don't make the playoffs, depending on how they don't make the playoffs, then maybe, maybe you can convince me that, like, they should, you know, con- should consider firing David Ross. But, like, I don't, I don't think it's a manager problem on, in the grand scheme. I think, you know, this team is, is playing better than we all really expected, and they've had really good stretches and they've had really bad stretches, and they're lucky that their division sucks, and they're lucky that – Honestly, the entire National League sucks outside of the Braves and the Dodgers. You know what I mean? Like, they're 65 and 60 in this, and in the second wild card spot. After uh, the, four, the four teams above them are the Phillies at 69-57, the Braves, the Dodgers, and Milwaukee. Like, even Milwaukee's not even that good of a team. But, like, because they're leading the, the Central right now, they're, they have, they're, they're one of the four teams ahead of the Cubs. They're, the Cubs are right there. They... Somehow, some way, with all the things that have happened, with some of the marginal players not working out and getting DFA'd, with Stroman getting, uh, having this bad second half and getting hurt, with you know Keegan Thompson being just regressing to a level I don't think we any of us would have ever guessed, and some of these other bullpen guys that haven't worked out, to be at sixty-five and sixty. At this point, this, as as annoying as this loss is tonight, that they, they, they're. I think David Ross has put them in a posi- a good position to to be in at this point. Yes, ha- has he been a reason they've lost games? Yes, but I don't think he's the reason that that they you know won't make the playoffs. Won't make the playoffs. No, I think it's more of a roster thing at the end of the day. Again, though, like they. Vegas had them at 77 wins this year, right? Like, they're just playing better than what the experts, the talking people like us thought, even though we all thought they'd at least win 83 games, right? 83 but, is what I picked. You know, like, I, I'm i I'm willing to wait it out until the end of the year at least. If they, You know, they're in the second wild card spot right now here on August 22nd. If they don't make the playoffs, then I – it, depending on how they collapse, if that were to happen, yeah, knock, on, story. knock on all the wood, like then, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'll change my mind on that perhaps. You know what's disappointing about a loss? Not just that the Cubs failed to gain ground or keep their ground. It's that we don't get to see Cody try and chug a beer out of a beer bat. Uh, and what kind of beer is that? That's always... Goose Island Beer Company, Cody. You know what's disappointing is they finally, we finally got some 12-ounce 312s put in the fridge today. Mm, cold ones. Yeah. Finally got some 12 ounces. Well, tomorrow, day game, 100 degrees. I need cold it. Cold 3-1-2. I need it. I better be drinking one tomorrow, Dan. Cool you down. Because after the game, me and Sean are going to Vegas, so. Oh, wow, yeah. You yeah. might put a couple in your pocket. Right. Anyway, Plain Goose Island security. is the official Plain. beer of CHGO, Chicago's beer, since 1988. We've already mentioned a few of them. The 312, the Tropical Beer Hug is another one of my favorites. 9.9%, 9, folks. That'll get you going on a Saturday afternoon at Wrigley Field. Uh, the Full Pocket Pilsner is also one of my favorites. Um, 
What's what about you guys? Which ones you like the most? Always a three one two. Always yeah. yeah. Three, India Pale Ale. You tried uh, the India Pale Ale last went, night. Was okay. Went down pretty yeah. pretty easily. Less than you. ten seconds. Yeah. So uh, you know we got usually a lot of our events. We have a lot of Goose Island at. We got the the golf outing this week too. Friday. I believe there will mm-hmm. be plenty of Goose Island. Oh, there. oh yeah. yeah, a lot I'd of Goose Island flowing there. there. Unfortunately, I won't be able to go. But anyway, we, we know you'll be in Vegas. I'll be in Vegas. Yep. Uh, grab Ultra Fresh Brewery exclusive beers at Goose Island Original Brew Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. It's my favorite tap room of the two. Uh, Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. Cody Lewis University has students just like all of us, full time jobs. Some of us with families, full time sports fans. You can go back to school and earn a respected degree at Lewis University, 35 miles southwest of Chicago in Romeoville. Could be the home, new home of the White Sox. We don't know. Ranked as one of U.S. News and World Report's top-tier colleges. Lewis partners with numerous employers for tuition discounts, offers evening, online, and blended formats to help you balance work, family, and education. Their faculty brings real-world experience. They offer career support and academic resources for adult students. And if you're looking to complete a bachelor's degree or a master's degree or just enroll in a professional certificate program, Lewis is the place for you. They've got several career-focused programs that'll set you up for success. For instance, computer science, eight-week sessions can be completed in one year. Concentrations in software engineering, artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, digital forensics, enterprise and cloud computing right now artificial intelligence would be a nice way to create the cubs lineup tomorrow that was a shot that was that was unfortunate uh discover how a degree for lewis can help you find a better world learn more at lewisu.edu slash you can do this you can do this uh Corey's just sent a really good tweet because we've been bitching for the last hour basically (laughs) Let's say something nice about someone. Say Suzuki, again, two for three tonight. I picked him in who you got. Uh, with a walk. Um, yeah. On since, base three times. Scored. Yeah. Since uh, August 9th, we were talking about since August 9th yesterday. He's now 15 for his last 39 with four home runs with a 106 way of runs created on the season. Five home runs, isn't it? Oh, no, he didn't home run. Didn't I, home I was home thinking of Dansby in my yeah, head. Yeah. yeah, you're right, you're right. Anyway, Go ahead. just wanted to – I basically – Paraphrase his entire tweet, but it's just about Seiya. He, yeah, he, he did have, have a good to night. give you credit for that. Give me credit for, for Seiya Suzuki's uh, hot stretch here. Yeah, I, I'm the one that took him in who you got tonight. <laughs> but I took him for who you got when it when no one wanted to take him for who you got, and then he got hot. I was the last one to make a pick tonight. He was just left there on the scrap heap. Well, yeah, credit I, to me to pick him up. Credit to me for giving up on, on who you got times. and saving the season. I've been saving the season for three months. Now, if we could credit you for wearing pants on a show, we'd all appreciate No. Uh, <laughs> God, come on, man. Uh, Is, you expect me to put jeans on? It's no, supposed to be 100 degrees tomorrow? I know. I, I, we should all be wearing shorts tomorrow. I'm going to see yeah. you both tomorrow. You're I'll both going to be wearing jeans. I'm already, okay, you're already I'm wearing shorts. right now. We have never seen you in shorts. It's going to be so wear, hot tomorrow. I'm, despite you, I'm going to wear wool suit pants. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. That's not uh, spiting me. I'm just going to sit oh. here in awe. Credit to me, a, I'm going to wear a wool suit to I work I was going to say, you should wear a full suit and sit in that chair <laughs> and do the show. Soak through it. Uh, <laughs> hey, by the way, Thursday's show is going to be a hot one. Corey and Ryan holding down the fort. Cody's gone and I'm gone. Are you talking about on Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. 
I'll still be doing shows. I'll just be in Vegas. Is this the first Corey and Ryan solo show? Yeah, I won't be doing CHGO. Club. The Corey and Ryan show. Corey and Graf, Ryan show. Ooh, first one ever. Craig, Craig said only if, Gra- if there's Graf, you'd be, be excited. I say it's going to be a graph free show. At least graphs <laughs> that we make ourselves. No heat maps. No heat maps. Absolutely not. Where are we at no on the... Whatever is uh, that other thing that he that he does with that showing pitches go. I don't know. That Whatever Brennan does won't be there. Yeah. Unless he sends them to us. Hey, by the way, uh, on our poll question in the show, what's made you the angriest? Belly batting fourth, losing to Detroit in general. Smiley starting, Smiley going five innings. If my math is correct, 74% say something to do with Smiley is why they're the angriest tonight. Yeah. I don't blame y'all. I don't blame y'all. I'm right there with you. Uh, you got Tyone going for the matinee tomorrow. Our pregame show will be live, Barb. Barb, we will be live at 11.15 to 11.45. The live pregame show right here on YouTube, 11.15 on Wednesday, 11.15 in the morning. Bring your coffee. Bring your do-right. Bring your uh, personal air conditioners. We're all going to be here struggling together. 11.15 to 11.45. No pants for Cody. I will be in corduroys and a wool jacket. No, I will not. I would like Cody Speaking of pants, like Kalata just said that he's not wearing any pants right now. Kalata <laughs> hasn't worn pants for one of our shows in a long time, from what I understand. He probably, he probably but doesn't. that's that's oh for God. another show. <laughs> Barb's gonna miss it. She's got to see the urologist. Uh, best of luck on your doctor's appointment, Barb. Hope everything goes well. Did, um, did we do decide? We, lo- we, we haven't done who you got? got. No, who you got? Uh, okay. Say it like I said. On base three times. Boy, it's probably Dansby, Dansby. probably Brennan because of the four RBI. I mean, Belly hit one that had almost had Cody jumping through the roof. You would Um, had had Belly hit had Belly come up with a chance to win the game and who you got. That would have been electric. You could have stolen, but But I would say Dansby does take it. Dansby gets this one. My manifestation did not work tonight, but I will say Ian Happ had a six-game hitting streak before this game. So Corey, with a very uh, public service announcement. He will be wearing pants on Thursday, 100 degrees or not. He's not going to deal with y'all yelling about his legs. See, it's big of me to come on here, show the legs to everyone, because I just, I just can't wear jeans in the summer. Also, my former job, I was, all, too, I was forced legs. to wear khakis all the time. When I got hired here, they were like, oh, you can wear casual clothes? I was like, fuck yeah, I'm never wearing pants again. So, <laughs> And he means um, and at all. Opposite. He's the opposite way. <laughs> he means at all. And what I mean by pants, it just means jeans in the summer. That's it. It's the tan lines that really draw attention to what we have going on. And today, the gray shorts blend in with the charcoal gray chair a little bit. Oh, yeah. There could be a little shadow. If you're watching this on your phone, I understand the confusion. Listen, man. I I understand the confusion. Yes, Becky, Cody is going to gamble most likely in Vegas. We just hope he makes it back. Yeah. yeah. Well, if I don't please make don't, it back, then Sean won't either. So please don't gamble your plane ticket. We need you back here next week. That's yeah. right. I'll be here tomorrow, though. You guys gonna be uh, sitting with uh, drinks in the pool, gambling? Circus the so. place with the giant screen. Like yeah, we'll be at Circus, so it's just like yeah. hot shots. How many screens do they have there? It's got to be like a hundred, right? On the I believe wall. the screen it's is crazy. almost the size of Utah. It's that big. It's like. They got a bunch of little ones on the side yeah. too. It's nuts. A lot of TV. Great place to watch sports, from the what I understand. The vibes will be immaculate. And you got college Vibrific. football. Oh, man. Hey, don't forget, Friday is the CHGO kickoff classic. We're going to tee it up at 9 o'clock. Ready for that. Looking forward to anybody in the chat that might be there. It's the 25th, 9 o'clock. 
Cog Hill course number two. Hopefully the heat will subside a little bit. I saw the CHGO and Pins and Aces polo shirts. They do look cool. Are in. In fact, I'm going to go try one on right now, right after the show. Uh, hope to see you, everybody out there, and looking forward to a good time. More importantly, hope to see you back here at 11.15, pregame show, Wednesday afternoon, before the Cubs take a series against the Tigers. Tyone better sleep well tonight. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> for sleep Cody and well. Ryan and Kevin, I'm Luke. Until then, thanks for watching and fly the W.